Hello, and welcome to the Polite Disagreements Podcast, the podcast where a group of childhood friends get together every week to talk about anything and everything. Welcome to our nonsense. We hope you have as much fun as we do. Everybody, welcome to a special Danless edition of the Polite Disagreements Podcast. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here with sadly only Alex. What's up, guys? Coming to and- you from Miami. Anchorman and- Alex this time. Oh, he's easy. That was gonna be a surprise. And, and 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 Anthony. What's up, everybody? Anthony, come to you from Pittsburgh without Ooh. Dan. Avoided. Avoided. The void. Back to the void. Yeah, that's Fuck right. it. I'm not believing. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to say Anthony battled his way through illness to be here today. So so uh, we, we wouldn't have to do a two-man show. I'm yeah, the spurts. Better. I mean, let her. I wish. <laughs> that, that, that pre-workout just shot right through his system. <laughs> I mean, one day we'll do a me and you podcast, please. He was doing It'd squats, getting up and down <laughs> off the toilet. Oh, <laughs> get those ass muscles working. <laughs> yeah, but Alex gave away the premise up front. It was going to be a surprise. Might be. You, you stole that from me. Yikes. It's okay, though. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so because Dan's not here... We figured we'd do tryouts for the news, see if anybody else ever might want to steal. Just like Anthony's going to steal the host job from me, mm. Alex might want to steal the newsman job from Dan. <laughs> see that'd, be, that'd be taking candy from a baby right there, I'll tell you that. Uh, that's a tall task, I don't know. I know, he's so good. <laughs> this is my second time doing this, though. He's really good at pronouncing the names and places. <laughs> I love yeah, it. As, as long as you bring in uh, at least one story about a pointless record being broken and or an a strange airbnb or weird animal story we're gonna be okay oh i have a story for you you're you're gonna find out (laughs) animals and records involved oh nice yeah i I like that you you did actually follow through and bring stories as well and you're you're, i uh, i did while i was asleep about 15 minutes before we're gonna hop on and i was like shit it's like I wanted to grab a couple, so I did find a few. Just like you're the co-host, you're the co-anchor. Yeah, Ooh. I gotta be here for you guys. Mm-hmm. So supportive. I yeah. the only the only thing that I'm a little disappointed in today, besides Dan not being here, is that uh, we don't have a substitute newsman drop. Mm. Because mm. it's gonna uh. say it's gonna say Dan, or do we just forgo the drop altogether and just say? It's the main event. So. Or you could just do newsman and cut off the <laughs> just, 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 just Newsman cut off Alex. Newsman. <laughs> yeah. It would just be me, Alex. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, A lot of editing. I, editing. I might have to uh I might have to pull that. Yeah. <laughs> timestamp. Timestamp. Timestamp it. Timestamp it. Uh okay. We'll see. We'll see. I gotta edit this right afterwards, so mm. it'll be fresh on my mind. Nice. All right. Let's do it, though. Ladies and gentlemen. News. Man. Alex. What's the news, what, news what man? What do you got? Chew. I got a few stories for you. 
You guys probably won't guess how many. But um, I'm going to start off with a quickie. And I'm going to bring you to Florida. So, oh. local oh. news. I feel like I had to do a Florida man one. Florida in general. Just I, got a, I got a Florida one. <laughs> I got so many Florida ones. But anyways, this one, Miami Beach, Florida. The U.S. Coast Guard offloaded more than $99 million worth of illegal narcotics in Miami Beach on Friday. So this is on my birthday. Several crews were able to stop during uh, stop drug tra- traffickers in the Caribbean Sea. They were first detected by several personnel based in Key West. And more than 5,000 pounds of cocaine were part of this illegal packages. Oh. So, I mean. Um, so, I don't know if you remember, but we had yeah, the, the Nestle factory in switzerland i don't remember exactly how much cocaine was found in that in that uh instance but i think it was more than this yeah but was that that the only cocaine story wasn't there another one that was there's been in miami yeah i i I think it was the record-breaking amount for the podcast the last time which is why i'm do you have a monetary amount because that was like five million dollars worth of coke or something like that yeah i don't know this is just offloaded more than 99 million dollars worth of illegal narcotics so more than five thousand pounds was part of this there's other drugs there too but i mean is coke considered a narcotic though um i think so but i mean the reason i did it because i mean i'm in love with the coco And not just me, this whole entire podcast is all about that. So I figured, like, let's go. That's what we're doing here today. So, I mean, that was a quick hitter. I, I just forgot wanted, about that. I needed to bring That's that up because... Just, quick, just a quick snifter. Of yeah, the yeah, little sniffy coke. But yeah, I mean, war on drugs going strong. $99 million worth of illegal narcotics. I don't know what a narcotic really... If, so, I think cocaine would be part of narcotics. So it's the way that it works I, in your body is how narcotic no it's not a narcotic like as far as a type of drug it's a stimulant but it it is uh it is considered a a narcotic for like law enforcement purposes Uh, okay it's like type whatever yeah i looked i googled it while you were talking because i was like i'm narcotic is a type of drug and i'm pretty sure coke isn't one right but okay stimulant makes more sense yeah okay yeah cops are dumb so they had to they had to merge Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But $99 million is wild. Like, what are you going to do with that drug, that, that amount of drugs? Should they, like, give it away? <laughs> Probably wash <laughs> it down the toilet. No, they got to, like, I don't know how you stored that much drugs. Like, there's well, just. After you cut it up, it's like maybe $200 million. <laughs> A little adulterated drugs here. Well, how, that, are they, how are they valuing this? I don't know. I don't know. But that kind of leads me into my next story, which is another Florida man story. So I'm bringing Florida to you guys like hard right now. The so Florida <laughs> man arrested in a scheme to sell $230 million in adulterated HIV meds to unsuspecting patients. How well, was it adulterated with cocaine? It doesn't say, but it definitely could have been part of that cocaine or part of the incurement of just what came in. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's still like an ongoing investigation. But as authorities continue to probe irregularities in the HIV drug supply supply chain, a Florida man has been arrested for his illegal for alleged rule in a nationwide scheme to defraud the FDA and illegally distribute more than two hundred thirty million dollars in adulterated medicines. Well. Um, under these alleged schemes, Lazaro Hernandez of, Man- of Miami got his hands on a large quantity of HIV medications and then created false labels to make the drugs look like they had been illegally acquired, the Department of Justice says. Hernandez and his co-conspirators then created wholesale drug distribution companies in Florida, New Jersey, Connecticut, and New York to sell the adulterated drugs at a 
steep discounts, in quotations, to other co-conspirators who ran distributors in Mississippi, Maryland, and New York. See, and then that's insane. Another way that you could say this is this guy's an entrepreneur providing a service and the man just needed to step in and, and knock, knock it down from it. So I, oh, I, can you re, well, revisit the part where it said what he did, what he put the labels on? Was it a, a, just a knockoff version or like a, a, an unlicensed version of the drug? Well, it's an works? adulterated drug. So it's not like yeah. an act. It's like a not good. Like it doesn't work well. Well, so what does adulterated mean? Adulterated is like it's mixed with other shit. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. Say well, exactly in this news article. It's very. I mean, this came out today. Um, so the uh, the investigation is still going, but I mean, this has been going on. Let's see what it says here. Between 2019 and 2021, Hernandez and co-conspirators were allegedly paid more than 230 million dollars of wrongfully acquired drugs, and they laundered millions of dollars through several corporations. In Miami, um, wait, and they were. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. You said he was wrongfully paid for two hundred and thirty million dollars of drugs. Did you mean li- for, for for those drugs that they sold? Wrongfully acquired okay. drugs. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, but that's the thing, though. Is it, it's, it's like beating around the bush. Is is what it is. The, yeah, because yeah, it, it's wrongfully acquired. So did they get some real drugs and like cut them up or something like that? I mean, it I'm, says I'm not convinced that the law enforcement is not the bad guy. Again. The story it's, is still developing. Yeah, it says the DOJ has kept a closer eye See? on fraudulent drugs since la- the late last year when it opened the investigation of counterfeit HIV drugs, targeted meds made by Gilead Sciences, GSK, Johnson Johnson, and other pharmas. Since then, counterfeit schemes have been turning up left and right. So it doesn't really, it's kind of like ambiguous right now <clears throat> of what's going on, but I mean, they're fraudulent to the DOJ, whatever mm-hmm. that means. I don't know if they like have some aspirin thrown in there and they, or they cut it with cocaine, which that probably would be more like meth. That they yeah. Cut it like with I, I'm also like curious as to whether or not they're just drugs that are still protected by whatever intellectual property rights there are. And they're just selling generic drugs before they're allowed to. Right. So, who knows? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is I I don't is this borderline conspiracy nut shit that I'm saying right now? <laughs> no, it totally could, it could be. be true. It could be. <laughs> but they're pissed because like pharmacies across the country were billed to health insurers, including Medicare, and dispense landing unsuspected right. patients to receive these misbranded it says misbranded HIV See? drugs. HIV medications. So I don't know if it's just the brand, but I don't know how you come across making money if you don't like mix it with shit. You know what I mean? Like, how do you get like this HIV meds? I I mean, it sounds like a little that's sketchy. What that's what I'm saying, man. I think it, I think it is just like when it says misbranded or adulterated, they're they're using it's all these super cheap these, ter- these terms of art that it could just be like a, a generic drug that's being sold as the as the name brand. Well, this Florida man is not getting away with it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Supposedly, two hundred thirty million dollars is on his name. Weez wants to defend him. In court yeah, yeah. Time. What's defend him? You <laughs> take pro, pro bono case. Fuck no. Pro bono. Uh, <laughs> this did you not just hear the part where he made two hundred thirty million dollars? <laughs> uh, the other thing is nope. like the the in lawsuits like this, the government is really good at inflating what they actually made. <laughs> so uh, I mean, yeah. if they're off by half or even. More than it's still ridiculous, <laughs> or like yeah, two hundred thirty, or, like, or maybe there was two hundred thirty million dollars in revenue, and his costs were like two hundred twenty-nine oh. million dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I, what's this guy's name? His name is Lazaro Hernandez. Probably Laz. I, I think we should just call him uh, Miami Robin Hood because this guy's just getting drugs to the common man. He's fucking killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, either I'll, that or he's sprinkling some cocaine on top of some HV med, HIV meds and calling them med. super AIDS meds. <laughs> <laughs> or cutting it with baking soda. Have you ever thought your medication would be better if it worked harder? Sprinkle some coke on it. <laughs> Don't throw a little Viagra in there. Just get right back to fucking. <laughs> shit yeah. all right that's probably not cool but <laughs> i got it one i don't know I why they're it. mad i don't know why they're mad they're hard I got and they don't have hiv i know i mean what more can you ask for mm-hmm. all right so i'm gonna stick with florida i mean florida man let's go but this isn't a florida man one this is the burmese python hunt in florida oh, that's one that i had slated for august so uh, this is a picture that is up here, flanked by a, a Rithering Snake government, Ron DeSantis. Oh, a what? What? A, a what snake? A, rith- a, a Rithering. I think snake. <laughs> rithering, writhing snake governing Ron DeSantis announced on Thursday that the annual prize-winning hunt for Vases Bernie's pythons in the Florida Everglades will begin August 5th. And um, <clears throat> it's pretty insane because... This typically draws hundreds from across the country. Last year, the Python Challenge involved more than 600 people from 25 states. And the snakes have virtually no natural energies in the Everglades and have decimated native populations of man- mammals, birds, etc. Natural en- en- energies? <laughs> en- enemies. Enemies. They got vibes. Can, can, I ask, can, I, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Why are you going so fast? Because slow I got time, a lot to time. say because I got... Uh, another one coming here. Shortly. We got, we, we're going real fast. We're, we're flying through. You know, yeah. And you don't need to read verbatim. I know I'm skipping a few things. Yeah, go ahead. The best part is the winners from last year, but go ahead. Continue. Okay. Yeah. 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 The Santa said that these pythons are a threat to the Everglades. Let's re some pythons. So the hunt begins August 5th at 8 a.m. What a fucking loser that guy is. It ends August 14th. <laughs> The prizes include $2,500 for the most pythons captured and $1,500 for the longest snake. Last year, the first prize winner winner captured 223 pythons, while the $1,500 winner bagged a snake that was more than 15 feet, four and a half meters long. Snakes must be killed humanely. Wait, but, so wait, going back though, okay, you kind of just like lost over it. The first prize winner captured 223 pythons last year. That's fucking insane. Insane. Yeah, there's a shit. So, so listen to God. Right. Uh, I, you finish, and I've got a, uh, a a funny story, a funny bit reasoning for why this is a terrible idea, but we'll get to that at the end. <laughs> so this just in that a Florida team hauls in an 18-foot, 215-pound Burmese python, which is the biggest of its kind that was ever captured. Cheapest creepers. So a team of biologists recently hauled in the heaviest Burmese python ever, Captured in Florida, officials said. So Dan would be shitting his pants right now if he if he read this. But this Dan, be, Dan would be he would be up in arms about this whole thing. This is this is an example of everything wrong with the environment in Florida. <laughs> I know, according to Dan. But listen, well, how insane this is. So, if you are worried about the people catching them, Louise, they do have to register to participate and complete an online training course. So yeah. uh, well, so no, no harm, I, no foul. I, I, Why does it matter? 
In case you're wondering why I was, if whether I was worried about the Florida men that are doing this, that's that's not <laughs> that's where not. I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's men not and women from across 25 different states. Yeah. It's not yeah. just Florida people. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no. So, have you heard of the? It, there's a there's a term. I guess it's an economic term. It's called the Cobra effect. Have you heard of this? Uh. Uh-uh. So it's so. it's basically like a a reverse incentive or like a, uh, the so the idea is when the government that's the example here it provides like a, a a reward for killing some kind of thing you have an incent incentive then for there to be more of that thing so you can kill more of them and collect their reward so the I think it's called the cobra effect because there is like an example in India in in some city in India where the government was like oh we'll give you like $200 per cobra that you bring us. So they just started farming cobras because hmm. that's, that's a way to, to get money. I mean, if you listen to the, well, I this guess is, they captured a bunch. Yeah. The, or, or, or they raised their own. Like this is yeah. this is so funny. Cause this is like the exact, <laughs> ex- this is literally the exact example of. Yeah. Of but also if you, idea. if you listen to this though, snakes. like this female <laughs> Python that weighed 215 pounds, 18 feet long it had 122 developing eggs. So like, it's pretty insane how much like these massive snakes can then reproduce like 120 more. And those could potentially reproduce 120 more. So I'm pretty sure this is definitely more for like, hopefully it's more for conservancy like things in Florida to, so it doesn't decimate the Everglades and all of the habitats in it. But the way that they did it was kind of cool, too, is that they used a radio transmitter transplanted in the male, which is called, considered a scout, scout snake, to study python movements and their breeding behaviors in these habitats. So the wildlife, these wildlife biologists would like look to see like where they went. And they're like, how do you find the needle in a haystack? You could use a magnet. And in a similar way, our male scout snakes are attracted to the biggest females around. And the team used a scout snake named... Di- Dionysus or Dionysus 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 or Dion for short in an area of the western Everglades which is fucking cool shit in my opinion so Dionysus is the Greek god of like partying <laughs> oh one. shit that's a party snake I mean, that dude's trying to fuck that's why yeah definitely I mean he found the biggest snake to fuck but these well, bitches got him so the first. biggest one known to man that we like, yeah there might yeah, be right. a bigger one out there oh there's gotta be yeah they were like where does this snake keep going it's like this is this guy doug he just keeps buying these snakes <laughs> we don't know where we should probably just figure out where he's getting them yeah. <laughs> like, like at the problem off of the source cut the head off the snake if you will. Uh, they also found inside the snake uh hoof cores and in the digestive system so the last meal that it had was an adult whitetail deer not a surprise which is insane you ever seen a snake a big python like that eat a deer? Mm-mm. I mean, I think probably on like YouTube or whatever. Yeah, do yourself a favor and never look it up if you're listening to this because uh, it'll haunt you. Yeah, I mean, the python that I used to have kind of looks like a really small version of this one on the screen. Well, yeah, and they're I, pythons. I just had a little ball guy, but I didn't know like the the scales were kind of like the pattern on it was very similar to Jeremy's. Um, yeah yeah so uh I, i'm not convinced that there, there there aren't people out there farming more pythons yeah, because it makes sense i could see that i mean there is a shit ton i mean i don't think you have to farm them obviously but yeah they're really fucking up the everglades 
Yeah, so, anyway, so we're told. It could all be conspiracy, though. Yeah, before you put this into effect, Ron, read a fucking book sometime. Fucking Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Weez, this one's for you, by the way. We're, oh. getting, we're getting out of Florida. Fucking oh. get like, out of here. It's about time. Yeah. Are we going to Cambodia? Ant, I saw that one. Do you want to go? You could bring that <laughs> yeah, one to light. No, no, bring that to light for uh, I, while we're in like wildlife. I think wildlife. All right, yeah. Um, all right, so Cambodian catches the world's largest recorded freshwater fish. Uh, okay, so I'm going to take you to Cambodia. Show Weez the picture because it's ridiculous. It is pretty crazy. I don't know if you're going to be able to see this. That's the guy right there. Say, <laughs> I believe it's a stingray. Let me read. Yeah. The world's largest recorded freshwater fish, a giant stingray, has been caught in the Mekong River in Cambodia. Is that right, Ways? You might know. Sure. I don't know. I don't speak Cambodian. Uh, well, it runs through China as well. So that's what I thought you might know. Um, the stingray captured on June 13th measured almost 13 feet from snout to tail and weighed slightly under 660 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. The previous record before that was a 646-pound um, Mekong giant catfish Ooh. discovered in Thailand in 2005. What is this river? Do they have yeah, like... That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let me... You know the Chinese are dumping in like radioactive stuff in this river, and they're just growing to these giants. <laughs> like, it's, it's like something. It's seriously like something from The Simpsons. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Mekong River runs through China, Myanmar, Laos, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. It is home to several species of giant freshwater fish, but environmental pressures are rising. Um, so I guess. Uh, a, a quote from one of the guys said, the fact that the fish can still get this big is a hopeful sign for the Mekong River, uh, mm-hmm. noting that the waterway faces many environmental challenges. We should so, go fishing yeah. there. Yeah, fish. you'll probably find some big motherfucking things. Dude, that, that, when I saw that photo, I was like, holy shit. How much did you say? 600? 660. Damn. Those I, don't, are- I don't even know how you get that out of the water. Like, is that on a fishing rod? <laughs> it's got to be like... <laughs> Like a fucking crane. 660 is ridiculous. So there's a will, there's a way. I'm, I'm looking at the Mekong River. Looks pretty. I want to go. I want to go. Let's go uh, find Let's do it. When we do our record-breaking streak, which we, we should probably get started on that at some point. We right? have so many records to break, probably I feel should. like. This one might be a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I think we should start with the sucking the... What were those? Juice pouches. Oh. What a what a word to end on that, that sentence. What a, what a pause. Those <laughs> you can suck whatever you want. Those really long. Where are we gonna straws. go? What what part of the river are we gonna go in? I'd that's like to what, go to Thailand. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'd go to any of these countries probably. Yeah, me too. I, I like that you're saying that. Like these are countries you wouldn't want to visit. Like yeah. I, I I guess like <laughs> it's not like we're going to Estonia or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh no shade to Estonia, but uh, I I, I kind of would like to go to Cambodia or, yeah. or or Thailand or Vietnam. I've heard good things about all of those. Laos, yeah. I don't know about that. Myanmar, not the best place to visit right now, maybe. Yeah, I feel like, is it Laos and Myanmar that both have like corrupt governments? Um, I don't Correct know. Something political, I don't know about Laos. Charge going on over there. Myanmar was 
like kind of in the midst of a civil war <laughs> yeah <laughs> in, until in, either until recently or it is still ongoing so uh maybe maybe chill on myanmar for now but that's to the west we can just we can just hang out vietnam is great i hear yeah nam our old ghost of mark past worked there he loved it i think he had like snake wine and shit wild shit but yeah i can see that Anyways, largest freshwater fish caught. Cool. Please, you got anything on the freshwaters or wildlife? Why you put me on the spot like this, man? I know. I don't don't know. I don't have news. I'm the host. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I have one final news story about Boston wildlife that I can share. Wait, and wait till that. (laughs) 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 All right. I'm going to take us up the coast too a little bit, get out of Florida here. And Weez, this one was definitely more for you. So a home that inspired The Conjuring sells for more than $1.5 million. Do you know where this home is, Weez, before I go? It's got to be in one of the Carolinas. I was going to say New England. Uh, It's in New England. Is it it in, I'm going to say Connecticut. No, close. Rhode Island. Ah. Anyways, this Rhode Island farmhouse that inspired the 2013 horror movie The Conjuring has sold to a Boston developer who plans to keep it open to the public. This is in Burlville, Rhode Island. It's an 18th century home sold for $1.525 million on Thursday. Um, so it was $1.2 million uh, ask, was the asking price, so it sold over the asking price. <clears throat> Anyways... The buyer, Jacqueline Nunes, said that this purchase is personal for me. She's the owner of Wonder Group LLC that she told Boston Globe. It's not a real estate development. It's around my own beliefs. Nunes and the couple who sold the home, Corey and Jennifer Heinzen, jointly announced the sale on Facebook. And then she doesn't want to do anything with it. She wants to continue the paranormal businesses that... The Heinz and started, and guests will be able to continue the nightly paranormal investigations. Day tours will resume. And there will be live streamed events. But this one chick is crazy that bought it. She's like, <laughs> I mean, she's like, the film wasn't. So first, I want to preface that the film actually wasn't filmed at this home. But the experiences of the family that lived here in the 1970s is what the film's based on. Inspired it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Nunez said she's not afraid of the house. She... She believes the energy here. Sure, sure. Stay a night, Nunez. I know. She's like, I'm a tough ass bitch. But she's like, I don't believe the energy here is malevolent. Things will happen here that will startle me, but not harm me. She said, I look forward to experiencing these things. So, yeah, she's a psycho. Would you stay in the house? Me? Yeah, either of you. Um. I don't know. I think I might be too creeped out by it. I, I'm like, uh, you You guys know I'm pretty hardcore into horror movies, but and they don't give me trouble or anything like that. But an actual haunted house, I don't know if I'd be down with that. I think I'd stay in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this house. It looks like a piece of shit. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm, I'm more just worried about my own comfort. I, yeah. It would be fucking weird, though, I think. But. Yeah, uh, I, I look forward to the follow-up article about this woman dying in mysterious circumstances. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> she's like hanging from the tree out in the back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was mine for you, Weez. Little quick hitter. I thought you'd like that. 
I did like it. I do want to know more about the uh, the nightly activities that go on in this place. Like, in these, they said there was live stream events as well. So, is there like a live camera? Is there like a webcam that we can tune into right now and we can kind of spend the night in there remotely? I don't know. I'm sure we probably could figure something out like that. That's what we should do. We should. Yeah. It, it, it's it's like a compromise. What we could do is we yeah. could have a sleepover via via Zoom where we just leave the camera on <laughs> and it'll be like, we, we experienced it. I'm in, let's do it. How wild would it be if there was like, a, we woke up at one point and there was like a ghost face on the screen. Yeah. I wonder how much that costs. I mean, it can't be that much, especially the live stream shit. Weez, did you watch the Ricky Gervais newest stand up? I did. Yeah. When he talks about ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's like people have been there, there's 35 different shows of people trying to catch a ghost and he's like never once has yeah. anybody caught one on film yeah is that, that, that was a noise oh we better keep investigating uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's what we we contribute to that culture and, uh, i feel like in high school ghost hunting was a thing for a second like it, it still is. That's why Ricky Gervais, Gervais is still making jokes. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just haven't watched. I haven't heard of a show. Yeah, or, you probably don't watch. You got. You got tired of them. I'm out of that. I'm out of that market. I guess. You got Discovery tired of them channel. not finding it. <laughs> <laughs> watched three years of people not finding ghosts. Yeah, uh, that that was it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, one more here. Is that all right, Ant? Or you want to go? It might be the same article. Do you want I, me to go? I feel, I feel like Anth keeps charging up and then you you take the rug out. All right, Anth. No, Anth, let Alex finish. You can go. All right. Um, this one is the Boston Transit. Is this what you had? <laughs> yeah. Boston Transit Agency to try urine sensors on elevators. That's right. So I didn't know that peeing in elevators was that widespread of a problem, but apparently it is. Uh, and this article starts off pretty sh- fucking hot. Oh yeah, and that's why you're I in it. trouble. No hot, more. hot because you're you're into people peeing. <laughs> no, hot because the first line: you're in trouble. No more. <laughs> the Massachusetts so Bay Transit Authority hopes with a new program to tackle public urination and system elevators with technology. Um. All right, so they're launching this pilot program this summer in which they're putting urine detector sensors um, placed in four downtown elevators. Is the twist that they got the technology from all the ghost shows that used (laughs) cameras with thermo thermo sensor technology? No, no, these sensors are actually on the ceiling of the elevators and are attached to a fan, which allows them to suck in air and basically smell what is present. (laughs) Megan Collins, a project. I love manager, it. Program and project manager for MBTA. Now what they need to do is do that on shows and they need to fucking have perfume shit come out during movies and stuff. Yeah, That's what this could. needs to turn they into. Could. Um, <laughs> but the most interesting thing about this is this isn't a new concept. Nearly a decade ago, the Metropolitan Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority, that's a mouthful, launched mm-hmm. a pilot program and... According to Atlanta Journal, this triggered strobe lights, alarms, and alerts <laughs> whenever urine was detected in an elevator. Uh, the elevators were then <laughs> inoperable until cleaning happened. And since that was that program was deemed a success and was eventually expanded. So yeah, a bunch of fucking people going out and pissing. And then <laughs> the, the best this is this is great. 
the MBTA hopes the program helps alleviate problems. Public urination is not only unsanitary, but can damage the elevators. Can I? Can you? Ma- I'm just imagining someone, someone being on an elevator, and they start to have a stroke, <laughs> and so so they pee themselves, and then oh all God. of a sudden the strobe lights <laughs> and, then the, and loud the noises. F- Holy shit! <laughs> um, they didn't take into account that. I do feel like that's somebody had pissed in our elevator when we lived in the graduate. <laughs> oh, that was in college. This isn't. Yeah. I can't see that being super widespread, but apparently. It is. I don't know. I feel like when we were in Boston, I saw a lot of people that looked like they'd piss in an elevator. Boston, yeah, Boston people. It's a big college town, too. True. Very true. Yeah, Usually you'd think they'd be a little smarter up there, but what are you going to do? I like how you say this. When you got to go, you got to go. Like you've never pissed in public since graduating from college. <laughs> Not in an elevator. Fuck, I'll be on the street right now. Not in a confined space. Yeah, I guess, that, I guess that's the key. Yeah. I Not mean, where you can do damage to an elevator shaft. Yeah, dude, elevators are worth a bunch of fucking money. And I hate when an elevator is broken. Like in my building, well, it really grinds my gears, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it sucks for the elevator's gears. 24th floor. Uh, uh, you like that? You like that, Wheeze? Uh, yeah. 24th or 27th? Uh, I was just making up a number. 27. There you go. Nailed it. And I've never even been there. I know. Wheeze has never been here, Anthony. You used to live here for like a minute. I've never been there either. <laughs> uh, anyway, I know I know that the the actual technology is smell technology, not heat technology. But I liked my ghost story. I like the in my mind, there someone was was thinking about this technology. Well, you know what? We've been trying to find ghosts for twenty five years, haven't found anything. We should put this to some use. That could be what they're doing down at the Atlanta metropolitan area. They could be using your heat technology. Mm. Didn't specify what system they had in place down there. They just fucking buzz you out with like strobe lights and shit, try to make you stroke if you fucking pissing in their elevators. <laughs> I love the, the idea is that like it, the elevator when you get in it has the same notice that like a, a t- like Stranger Things or like a TV show with a bunch of flashing lights. Yeah, uh, yeah, gives if that you, warning. If you have epilepsy, if you're sensitive to lights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just envisioning too. The alarm is like not just a audible sound. It's some. It's like somebody's recorded voice. Please do not leave the premise. <laughs> you have been caught urinating in a public space, <laughs> or just <laughs> it just keeps repeating. Hey, yeah. cut that out! <laughs> hey, put your wiener away. Stop it! That's gross. Remember that old wives' tale? Whenever you pee in a pool, like your friend's pool, you'd turn It'd red, turn blue. I, I still think about that every time I pee in a pool. I think I think they do. I think that's true that they do have that. Every time I pee in a pool now, I I like start to go. I get to the point where I'm like, can it turn red? All right, I don't care. Whatever, fuck it. And then I then like you start going. You're like, Phew, safe, really, really dodged a bullet there. Yeah, and it may be true. Like we definitely have the technology to do that. Yeah, but nobody fucking has that shit. <laughs> Come on. If I ever get a pool, I'm doing. I'm going to. And there, uh, here you go. <laughs> The Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia, urine indicator dye is a mythical substance. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell should you. Should we should we create it though? Like, why does that? Have to be I don't see why not. Yeah, and start selling it. That'd be great. First beach, to market. Beach needs. Beach needs. <laughs> polite disagreement. Inspired by polite disagreement. <laughs> I like that idea. I'm out of stories. And I'm out. I, I'm out of stories. Oh wait, this drops in. Weasel's a bitch. <laughs> I always want to say that. I always want to. Say that. 
I I can't believe that you had the amount of anxiety that you just saved me by just looking up that that's a myth. Either that or you punked me the next time I get in a pool. She's going to be like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Two, probably, but when, when does the diaper party? Two weeks from now? And we need to get our fucking chemistry hats on. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Really you know do. what I'm saying. We got to dump some chemicals in there. We'll get Vivian involved. Everybody in that. Viv's going to be pissing up a storm in there. You know that. <laughs> She'll be our resident. Our resident yeah, this will be, be to prank me, and then Vivian's just going to be floating around with oh, a red. red cloud. That's, who put Jello in here? <laughs> Should we make Jello shots? <laughs> we can, I was going to say we can make them in my you can uh, If you have time before I get done with work on Thursday. Am I going to see you guys on Thursday or just Friday? Probably, probably just Friday. If we're, we're not Thursday is going to be late, late. Please, I could drive if you want me to. If you, if your little toes are tired, I need to get tired. Drive this brand new Malibu, dude. Come on. <laughs> I just, I just you fucking high. I just dude, I'm definitely it today. controlling the radio. <laughs> you wrecked it today. I didn't. I didn't wreck it. I, uh, I sideswiped the car. How'd that happen? Por qué? Uh, so you know, Alex. You this, know is my... this, this, this is breaking news. This is breaking news. This happened this morning. Wow. I, uh, so you know, you've been to my street. So like, it, I, I live in just a residential street, and people park on the on the side all the time. And it's not my street's not really wide enough for like with two cars passing each other and a car parked on the side. It's it's like kind of tight. Mm-hmm. And so I was passing a car going the opposite direction, and they kind of like the car was in my lane so I, it was kind of tight already and then they kind of came on my side so i had to like kind of cut it tight and i i thought i had enough room i did not so did you hit the moving car or the parked car the parked car yeah uh, and it, this was like right after i pulled out of my driveway it's it literally I, I i swiped my neighbor's car uh and i i, I it was so light that i didn't even think that like i i just like stopped Is and this I, a hit and run well, I got out and looked and it, like, I, I was like, oh, my mirror just, it just like dinks my mirror back a little bit. And so I just fixed my mirror and w- went to work. And then I got out to like to get something in my car at work and then saw that I, there was like along the passenger side door, there was a little bit of a scrape. So, I was like, uh, fuck. so uh, then when I got back from work later, I, I went, I got somebody from my neighbor's house and I, it, I don't know a lot of them speak english that live in my neighbor's house uh and so they they got the guy whose car it was and this this vehicle that i i swiped it it won i think the nick on that car was nothing if it hadn't already been there it was like a 15 year old at least honda odyssey that has uh seen better days and had some other damage so uh but i i had to say something because i didn't want to just be like that guy that swiped my car had the worst of it for sure. And so the guy comes out and I was like, I just, so you know, like this, I, I swiped your car this morning. I didn't even realize that I had damage, but I just wanted to let you know. And he was like, it's old. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> He's like, don't worry about it. I was like, really? Like I can give you my insurance. He's like, look at this car. Yeah. <laughs> you got Which, lucky. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. Did I, did I tell you guys about the story when my dad and I were driving? This is I don't know if it was a few months ago, it might've been last year, but we were driving one of the neighborhoods out near the house that we're working on. And it's also like the same scenario. It's super narrow road and there's all parking along the one side, but if another car is coming and there's a car, you can't get through. 
my dad tried to get through. It, it's a parkour. Oh, fuck. It, it's, it's the moving car. And he, <laughs> and he struck his wedge in between both of no. us. <laughs> he can't move anywhere. And I'm sitting there dying. And this, this like older dude who was driving is like F, F and my dad. And we get out, and the one car that I stuck on was like the same thing. It was like a 20-year-old car. And yeah. the guy was like, dude, he's like, I don't even know if you did anything to mine. Yeah, my, I don't know my, which which dent that yeah, is. Yeah, my dad's car definitely took the worst of it. His one door was like scratched and dented in. And the the other guy, he had like a it, – it wasn't like a super nice truck, but it was like a brand-new truck. But he had like just a scrape on it. But it was so funny because my dad was stuck and he couldn't move either way. <laughs> and I was like sitting there cracking like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> when was this? This was probably like, uh, I don't know, four to six months ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was hilarious. I, I, I'm picturing it being like he's he's stuck. And so he like tries to go forward, gets it worse, backs up <laughs> exactly. a little bit, scrapes it even worse. That's exactly what it was like. Every time he does something, you're like, oh, that's that's another thousand dollars. I never sideswiped a car, but I did total car before. <laughs> and I ended up making money on it. So I highly recommend crashing your car. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is not legal advice that we give. Normally. This is legally hey, what it, happened it, to me. So, yeah, I, I mean, if that's what the insurance paid out on it, it's it's whatever. As long as it's not insurance fraud, then uh, it was insurance fraud. And, it, and yeah. if it is insurance, I'm just fraud, looking out. I'm just looking out for the safety not, of our, our <laughs> listeners. Yeah, we're not going to tell on you. Fuck I it. No, we're not telling you not at all. You know who we don't like? Insurance companies. They're fraud. They're they. This is not. This is old news. That's a scheme and a half. I'll tell you that. They're making way more than that guy that's selling bomb HIV medicine. I'll tell you that. that you mean the, whack. Miami Robin Hood. Yeah, Miami Robin Hood is doing much better service than. Fuck. I don't even know. Actually, my insurance had me up a couple times, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Talk insurance. What did insurance ever do for me? Just got me a new car that was nicer than the one that I wrecked. <laughs> new car helped me with the dog bite situation. And... Is that finalized? Is that still happening? Okay, yeah. So that story is still ongoing. Um, so we haven't still gotten developing. to developing. Yeah. Um, there is a date set for the court hearing, which is in the beginning of 2023. Holy crap. Yeah. By the so, time this settles, it might be like three years out. But I did get sued, and the guy that sued me got $40,000 from my renter's insurance, which is pretty good. It's, pre- it's pretty insane. Like Considering uh, he didn't even get his skin broken? Yeah. Pretty, the so, whole story like, is insane. Yeah, that's like a, a pretty common – so the, the misconception <clears throat> and why, why like lawsuits like that are so – common is because people are like oh you're like you you slip and fall you get your you you can retire like you can make a hundred thousand dollars no no problem and like generally nah like it, it's real hard to get anything mm-hmm. unless like you have medical bills to prove it so the fact that that guy got 40k out of your rent insurance mm-hmm. i i'm shocked and our lawyer actually interviewed him like a month ago which i didn't even know that that was going to be a thing i didn't know how they tracked the guy down but so sure it wasn't hard to find yeah, well, he sued you, so right. <laughs> but like, couldn't if I sued somebody, could I just be like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you, peace. I guess not track him down, but like have him. If you sue, I mean, you you can depose people as part of the the the, the case. 
Yeah, Jeff, but what right? I'm saying is like there's nothing really in it for him anymore. So it's just nice of him to be like a part of the deposition, though he there's nothing in it for him. I, I don't know that he had a choice. <laughs> oh, really? You have to be deposed. Yeah, you, you can't be. Like, I, I I mean, I I don't know. If you be subpoenaed. Can I, it's it's generally yeah. You could subpoena somebody for a deposition, okay. but uh, so I don't know if you want to get into this or if you if you can't. But what? So do you know what's the part of the lawsuit that's still ongoing? Like who the parties are? Uh, well, it's the city of Miami. And the person that was originally on the job had since quit. And then the reason that it's taking so long, she quit. And then they had to get a date. And then Miami's just slow. Like whenever you're dealing with the city is what she told us. It just doesn't go mm-hmm. quickly. So so who it's you or the plaintiff in the city of Miami is the defendant? Yeah, because it was the Miami Dades animal service got you mm-hmm. so uh so you're gonna win money and all your taxes are gonna go up <laughs> <laughs> so you i thought you loved miami why are you suing miami <laughs> just gotta do why, it why do you hate miami i hate it if you love some miami so much why are you trying, trying to, to take, win, take money trying to take their money trying to take their money well i mean the reason that we did sue is because we got sued and then they wouldn't even answer our phone calls or emails about like, Hey, why don't you help us with our medical bills? And then we're just like, fuck him. Mm-hmm. Peace. So good. Yeah. This First lawsuit. <laughs> hopefully it goes. Oh, hopefully you're last. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. That'd be nice. Get yeah. only hope. Get only hope. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I, I find it. I find it interesting that you were like uh, my lawyer. So are you not involved in the process anymore? <laughs> You're surprised that your lawyer deposed this guy. <laughs> I was. I mean, I didn't know what. Like, I'm not really involved in it at all. I haven't really paid attention to it <laughs> at all. Um, I was like, Sim, what's going on here? And she's like, I don't know. I was like, Well, maybe <laughs> we should think. And we text her. She's like, Yeah, this is happening. Their whatever. lawyer hasn't been doing anything for two years. Basically. Like. Yeah. No, it sounds so, like he has been doing whatever. <laughs> she has been doing oh, whatever. She, she's us yeah. for, for assuming the gender of your lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's Greek, uh, too. You. I, didn't, I didn't say he or she. Um, Here's yourself. Nice Greek girl. Nice Greek girl. Nice. I like that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking sue these bitches. Fuck them. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I, I, with that, yeah, I hope you get more than the forty k that that guy sued your insurance company for. I hope so. <laughs> Not you should your insurance company. Your your insurance company paid out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Anthony's got to go to bed. Uh, Same. He's he's worn out from all the shitting he did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't shit, unfortunately. I feel like that would have made me feel better. Uh, a little constipation. I don't believe it. You're full of shit. You got to get some out of there. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, All right. Let, let's close it out before uh, Sim becomes Sim a guest. Sim <laughs> You hear her over there? Yeah. Yeah, we she's, hear that. One. We yeah. hear you. She's, she's wanting it. Her. She's wanting it. Everybody hears it. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, get this back on the rails next week with the actual newsman when he gets back from vacation. Man. Big in shoes the, to fill. In the meantime, peace out, homies. Ciao. Peace.